Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another St. Charles Stories. I'm Nate Went, Tourism and Sales Coordinator for the St. Charles Business Alliance, running solo here today. So, but we're going to still have a great episode as we're going to be talking about the Fine Line Creative Arts Center here in St. Charles. We have the Executive Director, uh, Lynn Caldwell, here to share some of her story and then also the story of the Fine Line. So, Lynn, it's great to see you this morning. Thanks for coming. How are you doing today? So far, so good. It's going to get hot, but you know, it's yes. finally summer. I know. I'm just like, and it's crazy. We're already, you know, moving through summer so fast. I'm just like, you know, where's know. all the time going? <laughs> well, let's kind of get into talking some of your stories. So um, let's start with you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, I'll start with maybe how long you've been in the area for and maybe some things that you like to do here. Um, so my husband and I moved out to Batavia in the early 90s and we raised our family there. Um things I like to do. Um, I like to cycle. I like to weave. I like to do, um, you know, knitting, textile arts, that kind of thing. Um, I enjoy the bike paths around here. Okay. Um, as long as people don't run me over. That <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> so awesome. Okay. So, you know, and that kind of ties some of those passions tie into, you know, being executive director at the, the fine line. So can you take us like, how long have you been the executive director there for? And um, you know, how long you've been there in general as well? Um, so I um, have been the executive director since 2006. So I'm on year 17, which awesome. is congratulations. It's great. I don't know how that happened either. Um, <laughs> it seems like we've done a lot, but there's still, you know, it's like it, the time goes in a very strange warp. Um, so, you know, we, I've been here since um, 20 or 2006, but before that um, I had, I've been a member since, probably the late 80s, early 90s. I started volunteering in the 90s for Fine Lines Uncommon Threads, which is a wearable art fashion show. Um, when uh, I was raising my family, I had my own business um, doing handwoven apparel. Okay. And so that kind of tied in Fine Line. Um, Fine Line's founder, uh, Sister Denise Cavanaugh, was an avid weaver. And so that's how Fine Line got our weaving reputation. And that's yeah. kind of how I got drawn in to that. Okay. Um, I was on faculty after she passed, she passed in 2002. Um, I started uh, teaching at that point here, um, Kumihimo, okay. which is Japanese braiding. Cause you're like, what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, uh, I was, was going to ask as a follow up, but I appreciate the clarification. <laughs> Nobody knows what that is. That's fine. It's a Japanese braiding technique where, you know, if you braid your hair, it's three strands typically. Yeah. Um, this usually starts with eight and can okay. go up to hundreds wow and you get very complicated techniques um right I, I don't do those i you know <laughs> um but uh so anyways, i started teaching that um then the you know the director position became open we had an interim director briefly and you know i thought well you know i've had my own business i was getting tired of doing the art show thing um it's like well how hard could this be um to run the fine line it doesn't look that complicated and then you get the job and you realize how you know interesting yeah the okay. uh, places, but it's been a fun ride. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, and as you kind of talked about, you know, you've had a long love for, you know, textiles and clothing and that kind of passion. So where did that originate from? Was it, you know, just, you know, you kind of saw someone else doing it. You're like, oh, that's really cool. Or just, you know, kind of where did that all start? You know, for some reason, you know, my, my grandmother was a seamstress. Okay. Um, it skipped a generation, I think. 
because she did it so well, my mom didn't have to. <laughs> so, you know, you learn how to sew. You just, it's something I think that's a little bit innate with me. It's just, you know, it's the whole tactile thing and to be able to create something. Yeah, so when I went yeah. to school, um, my degree is in textiles and clothing. I have a minor in art. Okay. Um, I wanted to learn how to make the fabric I was designing with to give myself more options. Yeah. Because if you're just designing with commercial fabric, you're stuck with what somebody else designed. Right. So if you're creating your own fabrics, that opens up a whole nother level of um, interest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little sense. bit more creativity in there. Exactly. You're not, you, you can start at ground zero. I never went as far as spinning, which would have been making the yarn to do the weaving because that was just too, a step too far for me. So a lot of people do it and they do beautiful things, but weaving takes enough time. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, you know, and, and, you know, during that time, you know, with all the, the, those textiles and working with that, is there any like favorite projects that you've had or any like favorite, like, I don't know, clotheslines or anything like that, that you've designed or anything? Um, well, when I had my own business, um, that was the era of rayon chenille. So it's that okay. fuzzy kind of fabric. Um, and I wove miles of chenille and scarves and jackets and, and hats and all kinds of stuff. Um, so that was probably the deepest dive I did because I was in business. Okay. Um, but currently I'm um, working, I took classes at Fine Line and I learned how to use knitting machines. And okay. so I've a couple of years ago at Uncommon Threads, our wearable art runway show, I had a, um, a collection of men's sweaters that I had done, designed and created. Okay. Um, and so, you know, that was fun. And so I'm, I'm bringing those back. I'm working on a couple of them for this year's show. Okay. So that's, that's the, current, the current thing. Okay. And, and so when is this year's show going to, to occur? Uh, this year's show is the third Sunday in October, which I believe is the 16th. Okay. Awesome. And it's a, you know, it's a luncheon and runway show. We have a big boutique. Um, it's, it's a great event. It's kind of one of our signature events. We've been doing it for over 30 years. Okay. Awesome. No, I mean, that's, I mean, 30 years to, to have that event continue to grow is, is awesome. So, you know, especially to, to, you know, have that now in 2022, you know, we're excited to have events back and be able to, to get, we actually going, never so. stopped. We oh, never really? stopped. We, we went digital. Awesome. Um, 2020 was my first video appearance, um, awesome. on the airwaves, which, um, I never signed on for, but you know, that's how the world is these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it helps you get all prepared for today. So that's, that's the right? good thing. So <laughs> yeah, zoom calls are not nearly as, you know, you know, back in 2020, when we started zoom calls, it's like, oh my God, what fresh, <laughs> you know, crazy is this. Right. And now it's like, yeah, let's just do the zoom thing. Cause it's no big deal. Yeah. Let's get to talking about the Fine Line Art Center. So can you tell us about, you know, some of the general information on what it is, you know, location, hours, things like that? Sure. Um, Fine Line has been up in St. Charles since 1986. That's when we um, moved into the barn. So we are um, one of our, we have two major buildings on campus. One is a renovated circa maybe 1890s dairy barn and that's where the weaving studio is and the Dempsey artisan shop and you know the supply shop and my office and other offices and that kind of stuff and then we have the Kavanaugh building named after our founder and that houses another one two three four six studio teaching studios and the Kavanaugh gallery which is our show gallery um, so our office hours are Monday through Saturday 10 to 5 but a lot of our classes Monday through Thursday, go till 9 p.m. Okay. Awesome. 
in case so you were, you know. Yeah. Um, and so can you tell us like some of the, the classes that are offered there? Um, you know, oh my gosh, absolutely. There's a whole lot. I know that we could like go on for hours about it, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's the laundry list of classes. So if you, if, yes. if you're, if you want to do something, we probably teach it. Um, but we have everything from blacksmithing. We are the only glass blowing studio in okay. outside of Chicago. Uh, we do painting and pottery and um, jewelry metals, fused glass, paper making, collage, weaving, uh, sewing, pattern drafting, spinning, um, the list goes on. It's, um, it's a lot. And, you know, and the thing about fine line that I've always loved is that, you know, some people get this idea. I'm not artistic. Well, I don't care. Come out here, try something, you know, take a pottery class, take a painting class, take whatever class that has always interested you yeah because it doesn't you don't have to make your living doing this you have to get in and enjoy the process that's really it's just you know shaking off the randall roads of life and just immersing yourself in something and if you don't like that great we have a lot of classes try something else right right but yeah. you know our, we, we range from beginner to advanced stuff we have guest workshops that come in and um you know it's like you, it's not necessarily being artistic. It's getting into the media that you choose and right. just enjoying the process. Yeah. And a big level of that too is expression. You know, with a lot of people that are like, oh, I have to learn a skill so that way I can like use it productively or something where I, I think we're, you know, in, in agreement on the, you know, a lot of times you just need to get out and just express yourself and just be able to create something, you know, and with all the stuff at fine line, there's whole myriad of ways to do that. So no, well, it's, it's nice to just get into something in the moment and yeah. just immerse yourself and forget about your cell phone and forget about email and do something that's just, you know, that's all you're looking at. Right. Unless you do the, I think you guys have a cell phone photography class, right? So we that do. might be a little bit tough that's to, a little to let the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to learn how to use that phone productively, you know? <laughs> yes. yes. So, so Lynn, can you take us through the brief history of the fine line? You know, you kind of talked about it a little bit with opening up in it was it 1986 was the um we actually came to st charles in 86 we oh, um okay. fine line started as a gallery in 1979 um okay. our founder sister denise kavanaugh um was kind of going through that 40-year midlife crisis thing and went back to school to get her mfa at northern okay. and she finished that and it's like well great now what so she opened a gallery in in um right off of james street in geneva and had other sisters work in that. And yeah. she was a weaver, so she had a loom in the gallery. And someone came in one day and said, can you teach me to do that? Well, she had been an educator in the um, Catholic school system for decades. And so of course I can teach you how to do this. She was kind of a force of nature, very charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one student led to more students and we moved around the corner right by the uh, State Bank of Geneva, I guess, okay. in one of the old houses. And, and she started, the Fine Line Creative Arts Center, as we are now, is a teaching place. And we outgrew that, and she was looking for what's next. And she ran across this barn up here. And it was owned by um, Larry Dempsey, who was, you know, one of the first BEI kind of guys, you know, Batavia Enterprises. Yes. And he, he lived, he and his wife lived out here. And, and it was so amazing because he actually ended up giving the barn and the first three acres to Denise and the really? Fine Line Creative Art Center. Wow. Very right. generous. Right. 
and we had a little, you know, we had a little rehab to do and that kind of stuff. But right. um, and since then, we've grown and we have a five acre prairie. And in 2013, I um, bought a little piece of property. So our address and our sign and our driveway all match because that wasn't a thing before then. Um, so now we're right off of Bolcom Road. We have a big, beautiful sign out there that our blacksmith made. Um, and we've been here growing ever since. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's incredible just, you know, especially when you think about all the places in St. Charles, you know, that have gone through such transformations, you know, with, you know, even if you look at downtown where it's like these buildings that were like, oh, it's just like this oil gas station. That's now a restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. and now to have, you know, a a barn that was turned into this whole uh, center for, for art is just, it's truly amazing how things transform here in St. Charles. It's like, there's just this awesome energy that just kind of in fact, everything that's here. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's nice to think out of, outside the box, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, you know, how did you guys decide on what some of the arts um, you guys offered there? Like, was it, you know, people asking about it? They're like, hey, I really want to learn how to blacksmith. Can you guys offer something like that? Or was it, hey, we're going to offer this and, you know, just see how it sticks and then just grow it from there? Um, I think it's actually a little bit of both. So okay. you brought up blacksmithing. Um, when I started teaching here, my husband is a blacksmith Um, and he's like, well, I could teach this there. And so we kind of tried it out. We set up a tent for him and people came to the classes and they loved them. And now we have a blacksmith studio because it worked out and that was the natural progression. On the other hand, um, we've had people, a lot of our jewelry students asking for lapidary and lapidary is stone shaping Yeah. um, for, you know, cabochons on rings and that kind of stuff. Um, and so this fall, we're excited to open up, um, a new lapidary section in our jewelry studio. Awesome. So it kind of goes both ways. We listen to what people are, are asking for, you know, they were asking for photography. So we added that, um, right. it just kind of is an organic, you know, we plan for it obviously, but it's, you know, you have to listen to what people are looking for. Yeah. Always listening to the feedback and being like, okay, what's some, are some directions that people are you know looking to take for some of the creative outlets and, and such like that. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, we kind of talked about the classes, but so what are they, they like, so you, you know, you come to the studio, you know, what, what, what can I expect if I was coming to like a pottery class or like a photography class? Um, so those are good examples. So a photography class, um, Gabriella, typically those are one-off three hours at a time thing. So you'd come, she would, you know, you guys would sit up in the, uh, the studio upstairs she would go through what she was doing. She'd help you with your cell phone or your camera or whatever the class was three hours and you're out the door. Um, and it's kind of a one-off thing. So it's a nice thing if you just want to kind of come out here and not be too afraid, it's, it's not a huge commitment. Um, pottery on the other hand, because of how pottery works, you have to create the piece. It has to dry. You have to fire it. You have to, you know, there's a lot of steps before you walk out with your thing. So those classes tend to be anywhere from 10 to 12 weeks long but they're once a week for three hours. Okay. So you would come in as a new student, you would, you know, get instruction on whether it's hand building or sculpture or wheel throwing, you know, they, you know, this is how the studio works. This is what we're going to do here. Start playing with this. Um, You know, and everything is a practice thing, you know, the more you do it, the better you get in anything in life. So, you know, the whole 10,000 hour things, it doesn't always take that long, but you know, always helps. (laughs) And, you know, and, you know, here's, you, you got to start somewhere, right? you know, right. it, it, you have to, it's never going to happen if you don't try the first time. Exactly. And, you know, there, there was my first weaving project that I kept 
that is abominable. It's just awful. I, I and it, you know, but you keep it because you, this is, so you can show people, yeah, this is where I am now, but this is where I started and everybody starts, right. everybody has to start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I still have pieces from when I like wrote poetry in like middle school and I look at them and like, Ooh, those are a little cringe, but. <laughs> no, but, 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 you know, but if you didn't do that, correct, you wouldn't be where you are. Everyone has to get their start somewhere. So. And, you um, know, I always tell people in my class, you know, your first project most likely won't hang in the Smithsonian and that's okay. You know? Unless they like do it where it's like, this is where they first began. And then, you know, then they, exactly. they show the whole exactly. creative process and everything. So exactly. Um, <laughs> so, you know, in terms of, you know, if someone's like, so you, there's uh, opportunities for beginners, intermediates, and like advanced levels within the classes as well. Um, and that's kind of the fun part about like pottery classes, you know, if yeah. you have, so we have, beginning intermediate classes and intermediate and advanced classes. So as a beginner, you're coming in with people who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, there'll be other beginners with you. Um, but it's nice to have that kind of play of, of ideas and people. Yeah. Because, you know, you can see what people are doing that are more advanced than you are. And then, you know, they're listening to the beginning lecture again. And they're like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that. You know, and so it's, it's a really nice synergy, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get kind of like the people that are like, oh, hey, maybe you can like do this with the the pottery versus, you know, just kind of you're kind of like sitting there just like, I think I'm doing it right. Like, <laughs> well, you know, and, and, you know, part of, you know, there's no grades at fine line. And, yeah. you know, there's there's and I always with my teachers, you know, it's like there's a lot of different ways to communicate information. Mm -hmm. So if you're working on a piece, I could say, oh, my God, what were you thinking? And I would get a reaction, not mm -hmm. a good one. Or I could say, that's an interesting approach. Next time you might want to try it this way, you might have a different result. And right. that would be a very different response. Yes. And so we, you know, people are here because they want to be here and we want to help them do the best they can. Absolutely. So, you know, and for anyone that's like interested in, you know, being a part of that, how can they get signed up for those classes? A bunch of different ways. We have a website with all of our classes listed. Our new schedule book is going to launch July 13th for fall classes. Okay. Um, so you can sign up online. Uh, you can call the shop. You can walk into the shop. Um, I have delightful people who work in the shop who would be happy to sign you up for class. Um, some classes have prereqs, but most do not. Okay. Um, if you become a member of Fine Line, which is $50 a year, okay. um, you will get a discount on classes. So if you take two classes a year, you've paid for your membership. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know. What else? What else would you like to know? We have sculpture show going on right now. We have, we're on about a 10 acre campus. Okay. And so we have our outdoor sculpture show that just launched in May. We have an opening tonight, uh, which is on the wing in the Kavanaugh gallery. Um, other shows coming and this is a nationally juried show. So we have work from all over the country. Um, the next show up is the Artful Kitchen, which opens in September. And then we have a veteran show that'll open in October and run through November. And that'll lead us into um, our artisan holiday sale, okay. which opens December 1st. Yeah. Well, because one of my next questions was about the Kavanaugh Gallery, as you kind of ah, mentioned with some of the sorry, I jumped there. Around. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> so, so with the, the Kavanaugh Gallery, you know, can you tell us about, you know, what is you know exhibited there? I mean, you know, as you talked about with some of the sculptures that are in there, but, you know, typically what can what can be in the Kavanaugh Gallery? So the Kavanaugh Gallery is our big show gallery. Um, mm -hmm. It was named after our founder, Denise Kavanaugh. Mm -hmm. 
And we typically have six to eight shows a year, and they're about six weeks long, roughly. Um, they can be anything from our students' work. So every year we have a student show. Um, it can be faculty work. It can be nationally juried work, regionally juried work, maybe on a theme. Um, we usually have one invitational every year. So we invite one artist to, to take the whole space. Yeah. Um, we just had Terry Lacey here this spring, who is a paper artist from Indiana, who does incredible stuff. I didn't know that you could do that with handmade paper. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. I, I've, I'm like, I know that name somewhere. So maybe I've seen <laughs> her work somewhere, but that's awesome. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's, um, like I said, the, this, the show we're opening tonight is On the Wing. So it is all about birds. Okay. Um, you'll have to come out and see it. It's fun. It's um, going to be a great opening. We have, I think there's 26 Illinois artists, but there is, oh my gosh, 74 pieces of work in the show. So it's a big show big show okay. awesome and th- and what was the name of that again on the wing on the wing okay awesome um, um and if you know if people want to see our gallery without coming out you know um i just uh did a uh, digital scan of the inside so you can kind of do a walk through the gallery on, on the computer that'll be up today sometime awesome and that'll be up on your guys website yeah okay perfect um, you know, and so with Fineline being a nonprofit, you know, how can people best support you guys? I know obviously by taking the classes and going out, but you know, what are some other ways to help support you guys? Um, you know, the best way to support Fineline, take a class. Um, if you, you know, have it in your budget to contribute, we're a 501c3, so it's a charitable contribution. Um, attend our events, um, mm-hmm. just be part of our community. Yeah, absolutely. We're not scary people, I promise. <laughs> In terms, you know, and so with some other upcoming events, um, you know, you kind of talk about the sculptures, the new exhibits, is there any other uh, events coming up that uh, you want to get on the, the calendar for anyone? Um, so Uncommon Threads is October 16th. We talked about that. Um, after that, we have David Roth, who is a international acclaimed folk singer, okay. and he's going to be doing a concert in our Kavanaugh Gallery on November 20th and Sunday afternoon, okay. just before Thanksgiving. And then the uh, holiday artisan market starts on December 1st. And it is one of my favorite shows. Um, I do a lot of damage to my wallet there. Um, it is, you know, everything from pottery to hand-painted cards and jewelry and textiles. And, oh, my, I, I'm missing four things and people are going to kill me because I didn't mention them. But, you know, it's packed full of artisan, one-of-a-kind original pieces. And if you want somewhere fun to go holiday shopping that isn't a big box store, this is it. Okay. Awesome. Um, so is there anything else that you would like to talk about with the, the fine line? Um, you know, anything that you'd like to plug in for, you know, uh, you know, information about the website, any classes, anything, or just anything in general? <laughs> well, you know, so our website is fineline.org, O-R-G. Okay. Um, And, you know, we want to invite you to come out and play. Um, A lot of people, we have been often said that we were the best kept secret in St. Charles, Um, not by design, not by intention. Um, You know, we are a half a mile off of Randall on Bolcom Road, easy to get to. Um, You don't have to be in classes to come out, just come out, walk in the buildings, they're open to the public, Um, see what's in the gallery, see what's in the barn and the shop. If you're a knitter, we have, or a weaver or a textile person, we have a shop full of yarn okay. um, for all our classes and, and, you know, other supplies for other classes, but we have a lot of yarn, beautiful stuff. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, don't be afraid to come out on campus and walk in the door and say hi and uh, see what we can offer you. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, So in in terms of anyone wants to find some more information, you know, they have the website. Do you guys have anything on social media or where some places people can see? Absolutely. It's um, I think it's fine line art on um, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those things. Okay. All that social jazz. And do you have like any newsletters or anything that people could subscribe to or anything? Absolutely. If um, on our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. It goes out once a month. So we don't inundate you. Um, if you sign up for our mailing list, uh, we, we also send out, um, you know, class, um, class offerings. So, Hey, you know, there's a, this class coming up next week. There's still openings if you want to join us, that kind of okay. thing, but you know, it's all the news you can use, um, you know, kind of what's coming up, what we just did. Um, it's a fast, you know, it's a, it's a nice read, but it's only once a month. So. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So, well, that'll wrap up the the questions that we have here. We got one more for you. So is there anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up the show here? We are your creative arts center. Um, We are in your neighborhood. We, um, you know, we cater to anybody who walks in our doors and um, come out and see us. Absolutely. No, everyone who's watching, get it. If you get a chance, check out fine line, check out their website, go give them a visit, stop in, see the Kavanaugh gallery, see, all the amazing stuff come shop in the, the store that's in there. Cause you guys have a whole bunch of uh, original artwork in there that you're selling there. Right. Absolutely. In the Dempsey. Yeah. So, you know, make sure to just come check them out. These guys are awesome. They have so much to offer. And, you know, as we've talked about ways to, you know, be creative and express yourself with a whole variety of classes. So um, that'll wrap up our St. Charles stories here today. Lynn, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It's been awesome to, to talk about the fine line and all the amazing things that you guys have out there. And, you know, we're always happy to help however we can. So, well, it was delightful meeting you. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. So, uh, we'll have more St. Charles stories coming down the road. So until then, everyone stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time.